So Nadira and Kasrina, the first question for you is tell us how you know each other and what's your relationship with each other. Okay, we know each other very surprisingly because uh, we live in the same house. <laughs> We're siblings. We have the same parents. <laughs> and the same other siblings. <laughs> yes, that's what, how we know each other. <laughs> which is which is exactly why we we appreciate you joining us here today. <laughs> what is your age difference? Um, we've got about three years between yeah. us. I am older. Then Kastrina. Okay, three yes. years, three, three years, years older, yes. which is barely nothing. Would you say it makes a big difference that those three years? I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. I think I do play this very kakak kakak role to my younger sister. Yes. Um, that guidance role and whatnot. So, so I do feel it's a big difference. Mm. I agree. That's very interesting because sometimes, like, I have a few friends who are the older sister, but they're the more rebellious one. Mm. So it's actually the younger sister who's more mature and. Advisory, like me uh-huh. and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lived experience, right yeah. there, right? Experience, yeah, exactly. Okay, so was your sister like your little doll when she first came along? Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I I still remember us being small kids and just doting on her when she came about, and you know, lots of lots of pictures when we were younger when I was just carrying her on my lap. Oh. And you know We were all dressed In the same outfits yeah. Our parents would dress us up In the same outfits together okay? Yeah I was and always in pink She was always in blue Oh, you can yeah. re- Even until yeah, now yeah. You still remember this Of yeah. how those photos Are still there Correct right? Correct Yeah we have those photos And etched in our memory really yeah. Well this yeah. is going to be Very interesting Because some th- These questions will be Stuff that you'd think You'd know about mm. each other I guess We'll just find out How you feel After this little experiment Are you yes. ready to go? Hey, yeah. I'm excited I'm excited Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This could make or break a sistership. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready to start, Kaka? Yes, I did. I am ready to start. Let's go. Okay, so for the first question, when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Sing. <laughs> um, to myself, definitely. All the time, really. In the car, in the shower. Not, not to anyone else, though. I, I can't really sing outside of... Outside of myself, I guess. Too embarrassed, mm-hmm. too shy. I don't think I can sing, but just mm-hmm. in the shower, in the, in the car, in the car on the way to work. Yeah, what about you? Okay, so the last time I sang, which I can remember vividly, was on set when I was at Istana Budaya. Um, I was waiting for my scene because crew was setting up, so um, I was just sitting down. I was playing with my phone and I was just humming to myself, right? I was singing, like, singing mm-hmm. to myself. And what Hill song? Jumpy <laughs> Cause Hill Husaini Was beside me So I was just like Jumpy la Na 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 You know Yeah yeah I didn't realise He was like You know Listening Hill Husaini Who is the original singer Of that song Yeah And then He was like You can sing And I was like No 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 I cannot <laughs> I cannot sing And he was like No you can sing I'm like No I cannot <laughs> sing Trust me, I'm a singer producer. I'm like, bro, you don't wow. have to mention it. I know. <laughs> he was like, no, trust me, I'm a producer. I know. And then I was like, but I cannot perform. I'm not saying perform. Maybe yeah, you cannot perform, but you can sing. Trust me, I know. My managers all, they are out of tune, but you have tune, so that's it. You can sing wow. with tune, so you're not out of tune. So I was like. That's, that's good to yeah, know that's high praise yeah because he said that a lot of people are tone deaf so the mm. fact that I can maintain a tune 
and like change tune at the right time, okay, I can okay. sing. Okay, sing, sing a bit. Sing a bit. It's okay lah. She's <laughs> <laughs> shy. <laughs> so yeah, Hil Husaini said you can sing, and I'm thinking like I cannot sing. That's nice. The only person who's heard me sing is my steering wheel, I guess. So. Well, and Sakina and my daughter. I'm sure you Actually, sing to Sakina. I sing, yeah, I sing lullabies to her and all that, if that counts. So, yeah, if I really had to include another person, it'll be her inside. Yeah, but I th- you can sing. It's not like you cannot sing. You're not tone yes. deaf. No, I, I don't think I'm yeah, tone deaf. Yeah, you're not tone deaf. Yeah. So you can sing. Yeah, okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. First question right. done. Is it my turn now? Yeah, should be. Okay, next question. If you were able to live to the age of 90... And retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Wow. Mind or body of the deal? Oh my goodness. This is... Okay, I gotta think. I would like... This is a tough one. Yeah, because either way you'll be like trapped. Either yeah, mentally or physically. Exactly. So do you want to be trapped in the head? <laughs> or, <laughs> or like free <laughs> physically? Yeah. Oh, I think I would have the body of a 30-year-old. I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, even though I cannot, if I'm losing my mind when I'm that old, at least I can still move around. I can do things on my own. So I'm not like, you know, causing trouble to anyone else. I can still manage yeah. myself. I can still go <clears> out, <throat> have fun. Yeah. Move around. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would want the um, the body of a 30-year-old. Um, but also, I mean, I think I would try my level best to keep my my mental the way it is right like there's a lot of mental exercises you can do even when you're older mm. just keep your mind in check at all times and yeah, don't fall into question. sorry that's not the question sis yeah but hopefully my body my 30 year old body would sort of match my maybe 75 year old mind <laughs> and i'm okay with that because i think yeah. yeah i wouldn't want to you know when you're as we've seen, right, with maybe the elders in our family, right, when you reach a certain age and you just become so reliant on people. Not that yeah. it's a problem and we'd no. love to help, but I wouldn't want to be a burden, a burden to anyone, yeah. right? Just yeah. to even bathe me or change me and all that. So yeah. I would want to be able to do it myself and go on walks myself and feed myself. Yeah. yeah. So the body of a 30-year-old yeah, wins definitely. in this case. Interesting. Okay. Okay, next question. Yeah, I think your turn. Okay. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) No offense to mama. Yeah, sorry mama and papa if we're saying anything here. Um, (laughs) Actually, if I could change anything about the way I was raised, I don't particularly have anything in mind. I am very grateful very happy to be raised the way we were. I think our family dynamics are very good. 
the relationship between our parents, the loving relationship between our parents, uh, which translates to our siblings and how we've become so close-knit, even as, you know, we've grown up, half of us are married and, you know, we have kids, we have our own families as well, but we still make it a point to see each other, you know, have our own little WhatsApp group without our parents, you know, where we talk about random sibling stuffs. Um, yeah, and I mm. think that's, and not to say it's hard to find nowadays, but, you know, you do see broken families all around you, you know, your friends and and even within the families and the cousins and second cousins and all that. So to be able to have a good relationship, good values instilled with this, um, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. I can't think of anything that I would want to be raised differently, really. What mm. about you? Good for you. Um, <laughs> okay. <wow. laughs> okay. Um, we were, yeah, obviously we were raised in the same household and stuff, but we went to different schools. Right. I went to a different high school. So, if there was one thing that I wish could have been, you know, a bit different, was that particular timeline. In my life. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Childhood was great. Happy childhood. Primary school was great. Um, but I think high school was like, a, it wasn't my best year. A bit of a struggle there. It was a lot. It was a big struggle. Yeah. Um, there was, when I was form one, I think... Yeah, when I was 13, I was from one, um, I got bullied in school. I don't know if you remember this, but... Bullied I, about what? Um, people didn't like me. My classmates didn't like me. Because? Because of the way I look. I was in... You, you know this, You know my school, right? The, the kind of school I was in. And... Whew, it was tough. Okay. Um, someone found a note under a desk in the desk um, that was this letter someone wrote it was like a burn book you know Mean Girls you have mm-hmm. the burn book mm-hmm. it was literally that but on a piece of paper lah. so there were things exist outside the movie yeah <laughs> yeah um, so someone wrote a few names and all the things that she didn't like about that person and my name was in there and all the nasty things that was written about me and um, so someone found that, showed that to the teacher and teacher forced the girl to apologize mm. to me and she did, but obviously it left a mark because that's just one of the many things that happened throughout my high school years. Yeah. So that was in form one, I was 13 and then the boys in that school were mean, nasty, like I had got this one phone call one night after school before tuition before Mrs. Lee tuition called me legit said like why did you Deet. say this uh, she, that guy was like Deet. why did you say that you coupled dengan my best friend I'm like what nonsense is this who oh my God. when did I say this High school I didn't drama. I didn't like anybody in school at that time so much like, rumors were just going everywhere and 
people were saying so mean, like really mean things about me. And this lasted until, what, Form 4? I stopped going to the canteen in Form 4 for the whole year. I sat at the surau and I would buy my gardenia. I would bring gardenia bun every single day. The chocolate bun. I would only eat that in the surau. If it's not the surau, I would sit by the stairs because my only friends were Afaf and Arisha who were pengawas and Duran Jagatangga. So I would sit by the stairs next to them. And then I would ha- have to go like, because they're on duty. So if the teacher comes, I would have to <laughs> go somewhere else. But yeah, I mean, school was nasty. It was not... I mean, I met some good people. I have friends there. But it wasn't a great Was it something that you throughout. brought up to mom and papa? That- the thing is, I didn't. Um. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't. I think... I wanted to take care of things on my own. Um, I remember crying about this a lot. And Mrs. Lee realised, our tuition teacher, Mrs. Lee, she actually said, why do you look so sad after coming, I mean, coming to tuition, why do you look so sad? Did something happen at home? Did something happen in school? So I told her, I confided in Mrs. Lee, but not mom and papa, because also I felt like, I don't know. I didn't want Mama because Mama has a tendency to take things. Yeah, she'd go to the school the next day and talk to the principal or something. Yeah, right? and I didn't want her to embarrass me. Mm. So that's why I didn't go to the parents. But I tried to change school. Mm. But Papa was like, oh, but school is so close to the house, you know. Um, maybe... You can If you go to this school, you can come home early in the evenings. Not like Kaka and Abang who have to come home at 8 o'clock at night because you guys went to a further school. So yeah. I mean, pros and cons, I guess. So good things happen, but also, you know, you tend to remember the bad things more. It leaves a scar. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. I guess it toughened me up a little bit. That's true. You're a tough cookie now. Yeah. Ish. Sometimes. Kind of prepared me for the future. Yeah. <laughs> for what For what I'm doing now, I guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Interesting. Um, is it my turn now? Yeah, your turn. Okay. <clears throat> Next question. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? A lot. <laughs> I would like to gain a lot of qualities <laughs> <laughs> and abilities. Not gonna lie. But okay, if it was one thing, I wish I could draw. Like the ability to just sketch. Mm. You, you can, know? you can kind of sketch. You can sketch eyebrows and I eyes. I can do eyes, only eyes. Eyebrows and eyes, and that's it. The rest of the face is a bit Yeah, monkey. distorted. <laughs> so, because I know Papa can draw really well. Yeah. So I just wish I inherited that, you know, had that gene that just makes you sketch like a pro. Yeah, that's interesting. What about you? Me, to be honest, I would want to... I think multitask. I just want to be like a super mom who can multitask. 
because, you know, juggling a corporate nine to five job, having a toddler in my hands, um, also doing a bit of a side business and not to mention just like the household affairs. I just want to be able to do everything and not be KO by the end of the day. I still want the energy, you know, to do things. So I know it's such a it's such a mom answer, but more than anything, I just honestly I just realized now I need that I need the ability to do that and to have energy at the end of the day to just do random other stuff, right? Hobbies or anything else that I want to pursue because at the end of it I don't have that time. So yeah, I will I will want to be able to multi multitask properly. I think. Yeah, but I feel like you're doing so much already. Like you're already multitasking like a lot because you work a nine to five. You have a kid who is no easy task. You know, <laughs> love her, but she's no easy task. <laughs> mama, mama, hold my hand, mama. <laughs> and then you have your own business on top of that. That one is you know purely like your own. What do you call it? Like you, you just want to do that you don't need to do that you just want to because yeah. God knows why you're like super rajin <laughs> I don't um, know why too <laughs> yeah exactly so like you don't have to do it but you do do it and you still make time not just for your little family but for us as well you come and see us on weekends you know you you try your best too so much like, I feel like you're doing so much already especially multitasking you probably don't realize it but for someone on the outside you're really like doing a lot yeah, I could never. <laughs> I guess because my brain's always like working much um all the time, right? Like what I need to do next for today. You know, I need to do laundry. I need to fold up the one that's been sitting, you know, downstairs for at least one or two days now. Um, I need to get Sakina's things, my daughter's things ready for school the next day. I need to iron her uniform. I need to pack her bag. You know, I need to iron my stuff for work and my husband's stuff for work and I think about dinner and all that. And it's just a lot. It's just my mind's constantly going and sometimes I feel like I have a brain fog though. I, I, I would be thinking about it like one minute earlier. Like, okay, I need to bring my charger down because my phone's dying. And I go downstairs, I'm like, eh, my phone is dying. My oh my god! I completely forgot about it. But padahal, I just I made a mental note to myself, you know. So mm. I don't know if it's you know. I just want I want to be able to be on top of things and gather my things, you know, and and gather my thoughts together. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, if it's a long COVID thing, if if it's a postpartum thing. But you know, brain fog is real. You know, I, yeah. it happened way too many times already. Mm. So I just want to be able to be on top of things and you know be the most efficient person on earth but it's making it so hard yeah and i'm just thinking like okay your answer is freaking like i want to be on top of things because i have so many things to do and my answer was i want to draw <laughs> i want to i want the ability to sketch whenever it's fine i mean we all have different things in life right priorities <laughs> hashtag priorities yeah okay. okay cool 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 okay next question um okay if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Wow. <laughs> wow okay, this is deep. Mm, what would I want to know about the future? I think for me, um, life really changed when I had my daughter. When I had Sakina, 
like things, my priorities, um, my outlook on life is very different now. Like the same things I wanted before I had her, I kind of don't want anymore. Anything and everything I do is for her, is for her future, is for her benefit. And anything in my future, you know, she's in it. So maybe I would want to see, you know, how what she looks like when she grows up, what kind of school she goes to. Um, does she have any siblings then? Do we mm. have like a complete family? Um, what kind of university she would go to? What's her, what are her strengths, you know? Is she good in math or science or the arts or politics or, mm. you know, anything of that sort? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I honestly, I live for my kid. So I don't even really care about myself at that point. I just want to see how, how she is and if she's thriving. Um, as I get older as well, I know, you know, as humans age and whatnot, but I don't really care about myself. I just, just want to see how she turns out to be. And I think seeing how she turns out to be is a reflection on the way we raised her, me and my husband, me and Hakim. So, yeah, that's that's what I want to know if, if we did things right, ultimately. Mm, okay. Yeah, interesting. What about you? Mm, for me, I would like to see my future. I would like to see where I am, where what I'm doing by then. Am I still in the industry? Am I still relevant? Can I still s- sustain myself? Because now, as we all know, like I'm well off on my own. I can support myself, sustain myself. But what about in the future? Because as we know, this is a very, um, what call it? Volatile um, industry. <laughs> volatile, yeah, I guess. Volatile industry. So I don't know if, you know, I'm still, quote unquote, working by then. Um, do I have a job still in the future? Um, so yeah, I, I want to see where this takes me. How far it takes me. Basically, am I still relevant? Do I still have a job? Because, you know, yeah, I just don't know. I'm not in a corporate job where I know that my future is secured. So I just don't know. And yeah, I guess like my life, do I have kids by then? Am I married by then with, I don't know, who, what, when, where? Just that. But I like you because I don't have a kid yet so it's I'm just thinking about myself you know I don't have commitments human, and all that yeah to look after <laughs> commute commitments um yeah so I think that's a bit of a that's a, the good thing of not knowing your future right ignorance is somewhat bliss because if you do know how you're going to turn out and sometimes if it's good okay all and well right but if it's not and, you know, you start worrying from now. True. So I think in a way you live in the present. So you live for the moment. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry too much about the future. You know, do what you can now and hopefully the future would take care of itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? And why haven't you done it? Hmm. There are two things, actually. Um, one of it is 
Okay, the longer thing that I've dreamt of is actually just traveling. I just want to get out, see the world, you know. Because we did it before in 2017 and that was when I was most content. Yeah. I was out of Malaysia for two months and I was just at peace with myself. The best I've ever felt. So I want to do that again because now more than ever, you just... You feel, I feel so like cooped up. You know, I just want to be free. Yeah. So that is one thing I just want to do. I've been dreaming of that for the longest time. And why haven't I done it? I don't have the time. I have the money. I can just go. But I don't have the time. Yeah. Well, it's always a trade-off, right? Always. You've got the time, but you don't have the money. You've got the money, you don't have the time. Yeah, I just want to go without worrying, you know, without, okay, yeah. I have to come back by this time because I've got work. I don't want that. I just want to go, like a one-way ticket, come back when I'm ready. I want to do that. Oh. But obviously, easier said than done, you know. I got to work to afford the trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just that time. Yeah. What about you? For me, what I've dreamed of doing is cleaning up Sakina's toys her toy box she's got so many toys <laughs> over the years and she's been sitting in these boxes like unorganized and her nursery area in her crib and there's like lots of dolls in there and it's just there and every time I pass by it I'm just thinking I need to get that I need to sort out her her toys whatever is too small for her it's, you know she's she's a bigger girl now she doesn't yeah. need all the smaller smaller plushies or baby toys I need to put it away or give it away or something and every every day I pass by it I tell myself I need to get to that I need to get to that I need to get to that um I think it's been a proper year since I've been telling that to myself in my head and I haven't gotten around to it due to you know time constraints right mm-hmm. so I know it's not as ambitious as you but it's the little things you know just true, to true. get it get the nag out of my head I, I need to do it yeah. why haven't I done it I just haven't had the time because I'm so busy doing other things so which is why I need to be able to multitask going back to the earlier question it brings you back so, yeah. yeah I need to get that nagging thought of my head yeah okay, okay. is it my turn yes Okay. Um, what is your most treasured memory? Mm. Ooh. Okay, so there are many aspects to this, right? Um, treasured memory with you as my sister, treasured memory as a wife, treasured memory as a mom. So they're all like different levels. Um, but I think maybe I want to focus on my most treasured memory with you. I guess, like you said, when you came over to the UK when I was doing my master's, right? And you came over and stayed with me for two months. And I always look fondly that that was like the best summer of my life. Just because I was done with my studies, my dissertation, and I had my sister with me. And we were just going, we were traveling to all these other countries together. And honestly, it's just fun. It's just pure fun. I think people think once you've traveled a long time or traveled enough with a person, you get to see their true colors, right? And maybe at one point, you even get sick of them. Like, oh, you know, everything they do annoys you. 
but I've never had that with you. I've never had that with you. I was just always so happy to have my little sister around and exploring exploring London with me and just, you know, making sure you know all the best spots and I want you to feel happy too. So I really, really, really look fondly at that time of our lives. I don't know if we can repeat that now. I, I think it's one of those things that, you know, once in a lifetime really. There's no way to do it now with our schedules and our commitments and all that. So always look fondly at that. Sometimes I go through my gallery and I go back to, you know, June 2018, July 2018, August 2018. Uh, sorry, not 2018, 2016. Oh, 17. Yeah, that's yeah. right, 2017. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, best year. Know, but travel God. and all that. Yeah, that was fun. That was really, really fun. It's <sighs> amazing. Even for me, that is my most treasured memory. Kind of. I don't know anything that can top... Like like you said, we have a lot of aspects, you know. Um, But, of course, the birth of my niece is a treasured memory. <laughs> but, in this case, um, this particular um, event was the best. Yeah. Because... Speaking of my own experience, I went through so much. Just the year before, I had back surgery, which, you know, was painful as heck. And I had to take a semester off. And mm-hmm. it was at that semester, which, you know what, Papa said, just just go, have fun. And we did. And right before that point, I could catch up with netizens also. So, like, leaving the country was just like, okay, away from these people job. You mm-hmm. know, just go where someone... But someone, I mean, go somewhere where no one knows you. Yeah. And that's just freedom at it, at the best, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have to say that it was very hard to see whether or not you'd finished answering all the questions because you were comfortable having a chat. It was yeah. like, you're not even at work. So <laughs> was there anything surprising that cropped up? Mm-hmm. For me, um, there was. I think when you told me about your struggle during high school I knew you struggled and I know you didn't like your school but I thought it was just like okay you know some people just don't like their school but mm. the actual things that you suffered and the, the mean and nasty people in there I didn't know it was to that depth so I was surprised to find that out you know 10 years later that is what you went through so that was surprising for me Wow Was there any reason that you didn't share that part because you guys are so open with each other I know, but I think just thinking back, I didn't want to worry anyone. Right. I didn't want to cause worry to my parents, especially to my sister, because I felt like there was nothing they could do. Right, okay. Yeah. Are you glad, finally sort of hearing about this? I feel sad, actually. I feel sad that, you know, she was going through this and I didn't really know about it. And, yeah, and she just had to sort of go through it on her own and you know seeing how close we are and all that I'm surprised I don't know about this or you might have told me but I forgot but I feel like now I feel just a bit disappointed that I didn't do anything to alleviate you of your situation yeah I'm sorry (laughs) it's okay and did did you sort of discover anything new or surprising um not really per se because I not really but I think I see a new side of her now that she's mm. a mom. And I know she cares about her daughter, but most of the questions that she answered 
were mostly towards her daughter. Like right. everything, like what your, what 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 do you want to see in your future? Mm-hmm. It's only about her daughter. Right. So before this, I knew I was the closest to her, mm-hmm. but I know now she cares about me. But it's always her daughter first now. Oh, yeah. I sense a little bit of pain in that. <laughs> oh, you know you're like. I'm not jealous or anything. No, but it's like. She's at a new stage, a new phase yeah. of life, yeah. you know, and I'm still I'm I'm at my own pace, yeah, but you you're at this whole new chapter. Mm. But you have another family. Yeah. Oh, but you'd always be the first family. Yeah. How does always. that make make you feel, Nadia? Again, sad. <laughs> But, but I mean it in the best way possible because yeah, I know, I know. you have a kid and obviously she's your whole life now. But before she had her daughter, it was me that she was taking care of. Mm-hmm. I remember um, after school, we had swimming class and she would dress me first. She would brush my hair instead of hers. Right. She would take care of me. And this is what other people saw as well. I didn't notice it until another kid's mom pointed out, Wow, you really love your sister, right? Mm. You're really taking care of her. And I was seven at that time. Right. And you were, what? Ten. Ten. You know, and you showed me love and care. Even from the youngest age. Yeah. I think from the outside looking in, it just looks like there's so much love in this relationship, right? Like, the, that, there's so much love between you as sisters that that's why there is this emotion there. And sometimes yeah. when there's that much love, even when you feel like there's a little bit less of it, it can feel like a big change for some people. But for a person looking from the outside again, it just looks like there's more and more love being added on. The more family you have, it's just more people that you can share yeah, that, exactly, that exactly. love with now, right? Which is so yeah. beautiful to see to see the two of you who know each other so well yeah. being still able to connect on, on now this level. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for bringing it out of us. <laughs> we were thinking it was going to be a nice, jolly, okay, sharing <laughs> session. But here we are just crying, <laughs> crying our eyes out. We want to yeah. thank you for actually yeah. sharing with us, actually. Like, you know, it gives people insight into, like, as well as, as h- how well, no matter how well you think you know someone, mm. there's always more that yeah. you can learn. Absolutely. And deeper. And I think, Terry, you touched on something. When you become a mom, you just love more. It's not that you love anyone else less. less. Yeah. Just want to say that, little sis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you recommend this kind of dialogue between siblings? Like, would you recommend this to, to friends of yours to sit down and have a private convo? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought I knew my sister the most already. But after this dialogue, you know, I uncovered this this side of her where she just loves even more um, and it's not something that she just outwardly said but it's the way she answers it's right. her answers that I discover this right you know you also know? when you're listening I mean if she's not saying it outright it's how you listen to her that's yeah. sort of uncovered this as well so testament to the love and layers and listening and connection so thank you both so much thank yeah, you thank, thank you, you for having us